rice is like field side drinking rum and coke out of a wine glass. What the fuck? I love it. I absolutely love it. I'm sure you do, but what's gives? What like? All right, but if they Have return you ever seen this the for- thing, LCQ. If either of you don't know, how did Jerry Rice's dad train Jerry Rice to catch so well? Threw eggs at him. Crazier. Um, he threw knives at him. I guess closer to eggs on the craziness scale, but threw bricks at him. That is a really bold play. Yeah, probably, made his, probably made his hands very strong, though. I, I guess. I mean, like that's a crazy yeah, move. Like you could break your son's hands. To Jerry Rice, but it's just <laughs> the risk reward doesn't seem like it's there. I'm with Joey. Are you already recording? I've been recording, recording this whole time. Man. Oh damn! So you're recording like five minutes. It's... You're recording like five minutes of me not being here. You probably already did the Rufio Bain. No, no, no. Ezra, it's the Assyrian Meshuvah. We're all being recorded right now. I'm first off nice. Second off, I mostly recorded five minutes of me. Say horrible things about the Rams defense. Uh, go by myself. And Debo, Debo, listen, I love Debo, but like I really thought I had I had the most points locked up this week. Do you not have most points locked up this week? No, Debo is Debo is coming for me. Jesse's like within five points in the projection. Honestly, I've just picked a very good week of football to skip, but we'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, if Lamar, if Lamar and Mark Andrews were going to have a bad week, the week which your opponent scores 166 is probably a good week for them to have a bad week. Can yeah, I wouldn't want it to be in uh, Bills. Oh, we could talk about it. Yeah, let's go. Honestly, right. You can't, you can't even really complain about about leaving uh, Miles Sanders on your bench because I left Rashad Petty on my bench. They got the same amount of points. <laughs> yeah, can I don't we, complain uh, about. Can yeah. we? Can we stop not saving it for the pod and just start the pod? Okay, right. fine. Brahim Abayim to the Kafufa podcast, the only podcast where the, we get the guest by rearranging a Harusa. I'm confident <laughs> with that one. I'm confident with that one. That's I a good one. I, I've been I thinking. Feel like, I, feel like, I feel like Judah could probably have it also. But. You think somebody said, hey, you want to have a Harusa? Well, if Tani's available, we have to Kafufa. Otherwise, we will learn Torah. I, I, I think, I think right. that's us. I've got thoughts about all these things. One is more on Judah later. Second off, I've been dying all day since we scheduled this to know what am I mavateling right now by being present in your lives? Like, what is our chavrusa? Yeah, what what Torah would you otherwise be learning on the night before Yom Kippur that I am taking you away from? Literal Torah. Ezra and I, our our progress has been slow but steady. We are trying to get... We were trying to do a Chavrusa in Shemot and get to the Pesach story by Pesach. Um, that has not happened. We're at the, the third Maka. No, we finished the third Maka. We're, we're at the fourth Maka now. We're at the fourth Maka. Uh, when did we start? We started like a month before Pesach. Yeah. When we started, you were like, oh, we're going we're gonna to get to the Maka by Pesach. And I was like, no, that's, that's not going to happen. Have you heard of Bikias? The thing is, that's the thing. Like, we are not doing Bikias. We read the Pasuk. We read... Um, from my Ketmill na- native, Ketmill native, Ketmill resident, Adele Bo- Lo- Berlin. Lovejoy Street. Shout out to Lovejoy Street. And we read Rashi. Like that's all we do. We don't we don't go through any like sugyot. Like there's that time where we are gonna do the um, Atbash, but we never actually did it. <laughs> I still have it open on my computer. <laughs> the Atbash <laughs> converter, so I can convert the Rashbam. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it before. How many people Tiny, do you LCQ, think know what that is? LCQ. LCQ. Uh, I have no clue. 
All right, Ashraf, floor is yours. Uh, Ashraf, good LCQs already. Yeah, Ashraf is like the Hebrew version of, I don't know, Abidabi or any other secret language. Basically, what it is is you take Aleph and you switch it with Taf, Bet, and you switch it with Shin, and you basically go 1 to 26, 2 to 25, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's just it's like the reverse Ash. alphabet? Yeah, exactly. Bosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but so, the... So there's a there's a there's a comment of the Rashbam talking about Aya Sher Aya, in which he writes out his comment in Aksash because he wants it to be like a secret. The, I have to say, the medieval Rishonim. <laughs> Unless you get an Bash decoder ring in your box of Reese's Puff cereal. <laughs> yeah, the medieval Rishonim were very very good at saying that things were a secret and then doing the absolute bare minimum to hide it. They were busy men. They were doctors to the... Yeah, it's like Ibn Ezra all the time talks about the bestowed Hashemasar, right? And then, like, it's, like, all over the place. And it's like, oh, my God, what is the Shod HaShemathar? And then if you go to the end of Sacred Bard, he explains what Shod HaShemathar is. So it's only a secret oh, yeah, if you to go to on... the end of the book. Exactly. <laughs> it's only a secret if you didn't read till the end of the Bard. crazy behavior. <laughs> That's just a teaser. So unscholarly. Because the Ibn Ezra is, is an FP. <laughs> the Ibn Ezra, I mean, on the one hand, yes, that is a very FP move. On the other hand, that's so unscholarly. <laughs> Yeah, it reminds talking. me of it reminds me of the time when I wrote my senior paper in high school, and I dropped a footnote on like page sixteen, and I wrote, "I I am so confident that Mr. Virgilio is not reading this that Mr. Virgilio, if you find this, I will take you out to lunch." Okay, uh, big uh, back then. He found it, and I took him and Miriam Cleman came with us, obviously, because she was obsessed with him, out to lunch at Royal Drag. I love the shot. Wow. Better than the Jade's Chinese restaurant or whatever. Honestly, I thought Jade's Chinese restaurant was some sort of like fake allusion to Royal Dragon and was shocked to realize that that was in Cleveland. Do you think either of these names for Chinese restaurants are offensive? They were the two Chinese restaurants in Chicago when I lived there. One, Mitsuyan. Nope. Two, Tain Li Chow. More offensive, but still I think Mitsuyan is more offensive. What's Mitsuyan offensive about? Because they're making the word Mitsuyan like sound like it's Chinese. Like there's like a, a dash between like Mitsuyan. Nah. Nah, I'm not, with, I'm not with you there. I don't think either of those are offensive. Yeah, I mean, give me Chow. Tainly Chow. Yeah, it's not ideal. Now that I think about that, holy Chow, I guess, taking some strays. Tackle of his ass. <laughs> I love, I, I was debating going back, but so I have the game on on mute in my other room, and I was debating whether or not I should just do this from in front of the in front of the screen, but I figured that I would actually probably get more enjoyment out of the pod, not knowing what's happening in the game, and just watching Tani's reactions. <laughs> well, like, Tani's going to fill me in on what's going on. That's definitely true. The game's on parallel to me, so I have to like, turn my head if I want to see. Yeah, well, like catch so I, I, can great like I can go like this and I can see what's going on, but I have to like go way out and then I can kind of like. And then ruins your mic. Um, yeah. I'll say two things before before Ezra. I want to tee you up in terms of the the lineups for Monday Night Football. Yeah, One we is I, I, I genuinely oh, did that. Already, it was a good game. One is great one. is we need to honestly commend you for. Recording in a closet uh, and hearkening uh, back to the tradition of uh, Tani. Are you? You're in your. You're not. You're in your, your lair, aren't you? I'm in my. I'm in my little closet. I'm in my closet lair. Yeah, your cove. He's in a cove, not a closet. 
Call it what you want. No, I, it's literally I a closet. I count it's a closet it. that I turned into an office. Yeah. And then, um, honestly, I forgot the other one. So, What's that uh, LD? Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're, we're on a run of talking about Nathan Denikoff. Not that, not that I want to end. Nathan Denikoff just, uh, just invited us to a lunch for a Simple Store. Very nice. So NLD is Nathan Lunch Denikoff? No, NLD is the North London Derby, which Arsenal comfortably won 3-1. to one. Tottenham yeah. played ship football and only had one shot on target outside of the penalty. Ezra, I didn't even bother texting you about it. That's how embarrassing it was for you. Yeah, it was it was it was a thing. I went so I went to my British friend Johnny and Steph for dinner and work party last night, and um, I assume that was like a stack or a takeaway for the Rams defense based on Tony's reaction. But um, I went to I went to Johnny and Steph for um, dinner and a work party last night, and Johnny, the big Manchester United fan, um, asked me in a very glum expression if I had watched the highlights from this weekend, and I very cheerfully said no, and then we didn't discuss it again the rest of the night. <laughs> That is, is, yeah, it was it was a good weekend for Arsenal, beating Tottenham 3-1 and watching Manchester United ship six. Not ideal if you're a United fan. Yeah, I have to say it was a very good weekend to not pay attention to football if you were a Tottenham or a Manchester United fan. Not as great if you were a football fan, American football, I should say. More on that later from Harav Hagaon yeah. Elif. Yeah. Good job is to Joey Zayn. We don't. We don't have Ezra being a. Uh, oh, oh, my fault. My fault. My fault. My fault. Uh, do you want? You guys. You guys should play me like the. What is it? Like the fastest two minutes music or something. Oh, I mean, we're don't tell me. Don't tell me. I've done that before. I did that for uh, for the Jason and. Uh... Yeah. That, that was not the fastest two minutes. Yours was like a half hour. No, but the Jason the Jesse season. preview. Yeah, that's a, that's a solid. That's no, a but I played the. I played that hey, music. Played for what it's okay. okay you know what? For what it's here worth, I just got. I just got on the Rams. Just th- I mean, the Niners just throwing away the ball into the half. I got a point. Baruch Hashem. Because nice. it was fourth down. Apparently. There we go. All right. It's 9.32 p.m. Eastern on Monday time. night, October 3rd. And we have three matchups that are still live, according to the Kevin Bar. First, we have the all-out blitzes and Pitmana. The all-out blitzes and Pitmana, both severely underperforming. However... Currently 103 to 100. Pitmana has just George Kittle left, who's done nothing. No targets, Literally. even. Nothing. And Connie Levis, <laughs> all up listed, at the Los Angeles Rams defense, who have also done nothing. Literally nothing. That's pretty slick to have it 0 0 from your two guys. <laughs> Currently, Kevin Vargas, 72% chance to Jason, 28% chance to Tani. Moving over to the Adler brother bash, Taco versus Adine. Kuro set hike currently with a 63% chance to win on the back of the early Jeff Wilson Jr. touchdown run. JWJ only needs to get three Was that points. touchdown run all of his yards? Uh, basically. No, he has a couple more. But um, JWJ only needs to get 3.35 more points from Jeff Wilson Jr., in order to win against his brother. This will probably come down to the wire. Lastly, we have the battle between the last place Kenny Pick left, the only winless team in the league, praying for his first win, going up against Monty Ball Soup. Monty Ball Soup getting a very pedestrian 5.8 points from Tyler Higbee. But that's currently enough, as he's a 59% chance to win 
against Brandon Ayuk, also a pedestrian of 4.6 points at the half. Those and are both Allen perfectly Robin- respectable for the half. And Allen Robinson the second once again, joining the Los Angeles Rams and George Kittle, doing absolutely nothing. Go Niners! I like All the right. sign off. <laughs> Boomer, uh, Boomer doesn't have a sign off. Okay, though. what do you what do you think is going to happen? What are your predictions? Can we get some bold second half predictions with a side bet? Well, we, we talk about we side like- bets? We forgot to do our side bet, but then again, Ezra hasn't done his side bet from last year. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, that, that's a good that's a good bookmark for uh, for later in the pod. We might we might have some news about that later in the pod. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, I know Teaser. for a fact you weren't with my nieces and nephews this Shabbos, so. Well, no. that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, okay, my prediction. Um, I think. Well, that... I would like to point out that our matchup is still live as well. Uh, how many how many how many strip sack sixes which i've calculated is the best play for a dst would you need to catch up with ezra that's nine points that's a nine point play then i would need six i think Uh, yeah you would need you you would know you would need need, you would need need more than six i give you 11 percent if i got percent on the kevin bar sixes then I would, I'm confident I would win. Like, I'm sure I'd get a, some three and outs or something. Yeah, exactly. But if you got, if you got just six strip sack sixes and nothing else, you would still lose five points. I yeah. say that your Kevin Bar should be about 11%, Joey. No. no. <laughs> Listen, it's, just, it's not impossible. Okay. Here's my, here's my prediction. I think that Tani's going to beat Jason. I don't. I think I th- I don't I don't think that Kittle's going to do anything, and I think that Los Angeles is going to turn up to D in the second half. Because listen, it's not a Jimmy Garoppolo game unless he has at least one turnover. So um, you know it's coming. I need to get four points. It's not nothing. Yeah, four. I think I think I think Tani's going to win more than Kittle. I don't think you're doing that. Yeah. Four. I think that I think that yak is going to win. I think that the like the Niners are just going to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. I think Wilson's going to get it 35 yards. Um, and I also think that um, I no, you know, I don't even hate to say it. Gavi's going to win, right? Screw you Mark. Leave. Screw Mark. <laughs> I'm, fading, I'm fading. Leave. I'm fading. Leave. Wow. Screw Mark. Gavi's going. Damn. It would be tough for Leave to lose this week with. Finally, 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 getting a uh, like a good game from his RB one, and then to lose on Monday night, I, not both. You know, you know, I listened to last week's pod. I did, I did. I just didn't live tweet it because Leap doesn't deserve that. Wow. <laughs> that is it's Tom Kipper tomorrow. You better text him right now for for, for fucking with Hila. Listen, listen. You know, I I learned in Shulan Shabbos in Queens. You know, I learned in Shulan Shabbos in Queens. Oh, I God. learned that it's a minhog to before you say Kriyat Shmalanita, right? To be Michael, all the people who have done you harm, and that Hila works, right? So I know that the night before Yom Kippur, Leave is going to go to sleep and he's going to be Michael me, right? Before Kriyat Shema, and it's all going to be okay. And I'm going to use that as an opportunity to fade him again and say, Leave, you're going down. You're going to be 0 4. It's happening. <laughs> well, you know, one person uh, we can all learn from in terms of uh, doing our best job to make it past Yom Hadin, Joey Zaidi, a man who has lived many years, a man who just recently, supposedly, 
celebrated another one of these years. Joey, how was Zadie's birthday party? Good jobs, good jobs to my Zadie, who turned 94 yesterday. And good jobs, good jobs to my brother, who turned 34 yesterday. Well, good wow. for them for being in sync that way. And good jobs, good jobs to my nephew that was able to figure out the age difference just based on those numbers. Oh, hey, very good job. That's, that's a mazel tickle weekend for your family. Yeah. I, I, met, uh, I met my girlfriend's ID this, uh, this at Shabbos. How does she spell Zaidi? Um, she spells Zaidi, I think, Z-A-I-D-E, but she definitely pronounces it Zaidi and not Zaidi. But... You want to LCQ? <laughs> you want to guess? You want to guess how old her grandfather is? Seventy-two. Yeah, it's gotta be young. Oh, Tani already called young, so I gotta go. I gotta go old. You gotta, gotta, gotta go, go one hundred five. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say one hundred seven. Don't tell me what I gotta do. Yeah, you gotta. A hundred and two. <laughs> Good for him, Zaidi. <laughs> yeah. Another yeah. man who we could learn from in terms of surviving Yom Hadin. Yeah, and you know he was the first one at Chaffin. Wow. The first one, the first one I was in Gatna office Leah, hours. Gatna Leah walked up to the, walked up to the Torah himself, <sighs> said the brachas himself, walked back to his seat himself. Gewalt. Yeah. I was what's in office hours where, today. What's, what's the age where like anything is impressive? Oh, it's, right. it's before 102. <laughs> probably around 86. <laughs> yeah. Up, upper 80s is probably when it happens. Yeah. I was in office hours today, and when I left, my professor, who knows I'm, uh, you know, observing Yom Kippur this week, said, well, Yom Adin. exactly. He said, what do you say to people who are, um, you know, observing? I said, well, I don't know what other people say, but I say good luck because I think it's funny. <laughs> so you wish me good luck. <laughs> is, this just, is this the same professor you said good luck to when you went to the bathroom? The very same. <laughs> That's muzzle. <laughs> it is muzzle. I went to a, a high-end thrift store today, and I got a graphic hoodie with a logo that we grew up with. I will uh, uh, give people guesses. Uh, I meant to put this in LCQ. Oh, whatever. LCQ. What logo is on my graphic hoodie? Is it the old Kumfuffle logo? That would be so fucking swaggy. It'd be crazy. Is it hogwash? Oh, no, no you're, against, you're, you're anti-Berman. Are you so anti-Berman that you wouldn't wear a hogwash shirt if you found it in a thrift store in New York? No, I definitely would. Also, I wear a hogwash shirt. It's just, it's like one of the, my best like basketball shirts. I'm not gonna, but I, I have a lot Hog, more JDS hogwash, stuff. Hogwash, not that, BHA? Oh, no, it's a, it's a BHA. It's a Fighting Melvin's one, I think. Fine, I'm saying um, like, it's not a like, legit hogwash. Oh, shirt. if it was a hogwash one, i wear that daily, yeah. Is it an old Redskins jersey? No, I was actually going to give you a clue. Um, it is. We don't call them clues, we call them C. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. I know that clue starts with a C, but. Hey, Vanti. Um, it has to do with science. And again, it is a logo that we saw much in our childhood. Magic School Bus. That would be so swaggy. I can't even begin to tell you how much I wish it was that, but no. There's no way. There's no way. Even at a high end thrift store, no one's giving away swaggy Magic School Bus sweatshirt. Like you have a swaggy magic school bus sweatshirt, you keep that. You pass it down to your kids. You like, know what? You, got- you know what? I'll I'll tell you another. I'm gonna give you a piece of C. This this uh, hoodie I bought for forty eight dollars. Fine, not cheap, um, but it's vintage. And if there was a vintage magic school bus sweatshirt, I assure you, it would not have been among the forty eight dollars section. No, 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 no. It would it would it would be a thrift shop. <laughs> Um, I don't know. They had a really guess. sick Slipknot shirt for seventy-two dollars. It was like one of those softball quarter sleeves. 
I saw a picture online where somebody from the cast, the Malcolm in the Middle, put like their cast and crew like season wrap jacket at a thrift shop. So like stuff's there. Hmm. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make my last guess. My last guess is it's the photo of Yoni Kozlowski holding Aton Raskis up by his ankles that Aton about to hit the ground but hasn't quite hit it yet. One of these days you'll learn that we graduated a year after you. <laughs> I don't know what that day will be. <laughs> it's a great photo. Oh, sick. Sick. Repping, repping uh, Dr. Rosenberg. Do they, uh, it's an audio-visual podcast, everybody. That was a NASA hoodie with green and purple on the sleeves. I'm very excited. Does anyone else, else think going to work the for NASA other than Dr. Rosenberg? Um, Rosie Weinstein worked for NASA. Oh, good for her. Very good. Neil Armstrong. Kuchabas, kuchabas to my girlfriend, Eliza, who read two-thirds of the Kumfufu rule book last night. Why? Why? Because she saw me freaking out about Mike Evans and didn't understand. And she thought that might be where she might find answers about my obsessions, who I am, and what the fuck was happening. I have a rule question. Give her the lost episodes of Kumfufu. That's a harder. That that's that, that that's that's a harder group of things to show her. Has she listened to any episodes yet, though? I'm fairly certain she listened to the um, Dancing Queen cover. Um, it's not an episode. What? It's not an episode. Well, she opened that episode and navigated to the Dancing Queen part. I think she might have listened to one of the episodes this season, and like said something like unreasonably sweet about it. Actually, um, that were FPs. Oh, no, if she said we were FPs, I would have talked about that so fast. Are you crazy? <laughs> I would have been talking about Diamond Rings on yeah, this podcast. Please, 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 Last year, for the year 2021, we were 114's uh, most listened to podcast on Spotify. As we should be. You should be talking about Diamond Rings. I'll believe we that. Some, we were some yeah. like assorted people's most, like, like Avi Denikoff, friend of the pod, we were his most listened to. Like Some people you wouldn't expect we were the most listened to podcast. I think Ezra mm-hmm. Schwartz is also... While we're on the conversation of you freaking out about Mike Evans, though, I have a I have a I have a rule book question actually that I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. So um, the Panthers are playing in the London game. Oh, literal rule book. Literal book. The, the the literal rule book. Panthers are playing in the in the um, in the uh, in the London game this coming Sunday. I may want to sleep in. CMC is obviously going to be a game time decision. He always does. Absolutely not. not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, I no. Yontif rules, rules won't apply? I, I, I think Yontif rules? rules apply to no. um, to guys that are game day decisions. I think, yeah, you just send Jason your contingency. Absolutely I, not. I think absolutely, absolutely not. Because like, it happened with Kamara this week. Yeah, yeah, I think it's fine. You know when Jason, Who our commissioner, that? who's going to be arbiting this, made that move? Sunday morning, like an adult. Okay, I don't want to hear yeah, this bullshit. Anything, anything As the person like who drinks hour, the most on Saturday nights and has the best reason to want to sleep in the next morning, no. Sometimes you're just a sleepy boy. No, no, no. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Bad Shabbos, bad Shabbos to wussy rule suggestions like that and to the dermatologist who, unprovoked, in the middle of an appointment for dry skin on my knuckles, looks at me and then the says... dermatologist just because he had dry skin on your knuckles? It's been like three months, and I like it. I put cream on it every day, and it didn't go away. It's like uh, more of a rash. Anyway, I have steroids now. But the point of the story is, so talk to me about home run chases. I don't even want to hear it. The point of the story is, in the middle of an appointment about my knuckles, this dermatologist looks at me, studies my face for a second, and then just says, 
You know, we also do uh, we do treatment for male pattern balding and hair thinning. And I was like, I'm, I was like, wow, that's why you're wearing a hat. <laughs> Audio visual podcast. Seriously, I mean, I sh- that should be why I'm wearing a hat. It was so unprovoked, and I looked at her. I was like, her, I- yeah, thank. And I was just like, I'm good. And then in my head, I'm like. This fucking bitch is trying to upsell me on products I don't need that aren't covered by insurance. I hope she dies. Wow. <laughs> and the worst part first, about first, it. First ever confuffle MMA match. Kayla got it. First ever confuffle MMA match. Eliza versus the dermatologist. I'll fucking kill her. That dermatologist. Would Eliza fight for you? 114 not fight for me. Would Yala fight for you? I don't think Would she Would fight for me? Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I think Eliza would just yeah. laugh at me if I asked. Yeah. Um, the worst part about it was she was a fellow redhead, insulting me in such ways. Unbelievable. I, I want to compare redheaded females to redheaded males. One is clearly a lot better than the other. Wow. Wow. At least we're not yeah. assholes. Like you like or that thing. doctor. Kick his ass! <laughs> All right. And dentists? <laughs> It's $275 for the NYU student dental plan. You get worked on by the dental students, fine, but they're all graduate students, no big deal. It's $275 for the semester, and you get unlimited fillings and cleanings and cavities. And I happen to know that there's at least one cavity in my mouth that I desperately need filling. You can't schedule an appointment until until you have the thing. And the deadline was this past week on the 30th. I signed up for the thing, and then as soon as I do, I call to schedule an appointment. Mind you, I am scheduling this in the third week of our semester. They are booked until the last week of the semester. What a scam! Okay. Now I, I mean, things, to... will, things, will, things will come open. You'll just have to be flexible. Yes, and I will have to do that. But, like, in other words, I couldn't sign up before the semester. And I can't use it after the semester. But within three weeks, the entire semester is booked up. It's crazy. Yeah, you need Course Hunter. Talk to Cockshore. Seriously. I mean, in fairness, the semester the semester is only another two months. <laughs> yeah, the semesters aren't long. I'll see that. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Kachabas Kachabas to uh, Mark Lee's um, Spotify that suggested to him the JID song, which led him to asking about <laughs> Zusha in the song. Like, how did he miss all that? That was funny. Tackle for loss. Speaking about combining NYU and your journalism, did you read the New York Times article today about the NYU professor who got fired for being no, too hard of a grader? No, it's all over my Twitter. and I For being part of what? Being too hard of a grader. He, he was failing students in Orgo because he was probably just an Orgo teacher, and then he got fired. Thanks. Honestly, yeah. I should text Kevin about it. Get that for the pod yeah. too. I asked, um, I, asked the, I asked my dad for his comments, and he had some very juicy comments that I could not recite on the pod. Can well, you just recite a... them and then I'll bleep them? No, I can recite them to you afterwards. <laughs> this is this is an LCQ that came up from uh, my famous Harvard with Ezra. Tani, what is the average GPA for a Harvard undergrad at like, Harvard? In college. in college, not before college. Three nine. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's like stupid. What a it's, stupid place to go to school. It's Waste of money. Dicks go to school there. That book, Either Or, that's set there, that's like a New York Times bestseller, Elif Batuman, everyone's obsessed. That shit sucks. <laughs> bad Shabbos, bad Shabbos to Horford Law School. 
we're talking about the undergrad here, not the law school. We don't yeah. have we don't have to be that. They don't even have grades. Don't, 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 don't let the Horford Law School catch a stray bullet. That 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 man that man almost single handedly brought you to the NBA finals. I love Al Horford. Um, according to online PhD program dot org, the average is a three seven, but the most oh. common grade is an A. Wow. Okay. Um Charlie Puth is dropping his album on Thursday and I'm trying to find a place to pay me to review it. Um Scale of one to ten. How much do you two like uh, Charlie Puth? Uh, I'll give him a solid seven. I think I, I think his music is like a five, but I like that he popularized the TikTok trend of explaining how he made his songs. Um, and um, I'm a fan of that. So it bumps him up two points. Okay, I don't like his eyebrows. I don't particularly like Steve again or Marvin Gaye. Yeah, but those are his early shitty songs that are problematic. Well, that's all I know. Yeah, I mean, like, he's what do you mean? You don't you don't know uh, attention? Oh, I think I think he's fine. I don't like his eyebrows. Tell you that. I think he's fine, but he's likable. He's very likable guy. Uh yeah, that's that's um. I have a critical uh, reasoning for it, but basically I, I agree with Ezra. I would maybe even give him a seven and a half on the music front. I think Ooh. his music is so unbelievably solid. And just from a pure pop perspective, it's fun, it's engaging, and it's like musically like I don't think there are mistakes. I really like it, and I'm a big, big fan, and I really want to review him. If you know somebody paying for album reviews, this is my big, big fan. Nice. <laughs> wow, this is such an audiovisual podcast. They all are as Just now, you get the visual. Joey, last week when we when you brought up the fact that like we've been keeping it straight to an hour, this is going to be a hundred minute podcast. I feel it. I mean, we don't have much like actual tense. Like our game is very, our game is very flimsy. Let's hear these. I, I feel like I feel like we could talk about these things for like five seconds or like twenty minutes each. Some of them are longer than others. We'll see what happens. I'm glad <laughs> that you guys filled in the blanks when I got too lazy to keep doing it. You guys, it was just me. I did one. No. Oh, you only did one. <laughs> yeah, I just did. You know what? As his favorite guy, I'm gonna leave it for later. All right, um, yeah. Tani, what's packing list or packing list? Yeah, you you specifically asked us for Yom Kippur tent, and I think this morning we got the the final email from Upper West Side Jews about you want, you want Yom Kippur our, tent. You want Yom Kippur tent? I'm bringing just, Yom Kippur just, tent. No, no, no. Let me give you some Yom Kippur tent. Let me give you some Yom Kippur tent. Okay. Sure. When I started, when I started dating Yael, okay. The first time she learned that I was friends with Nathan Denikoff, you know what her response was when she learned that I was friends with Nathan Denikoff? He laid nicely on Yom Kippur. He did lay very nicely on Yom Kippur. Nathan not beautifully on Yom Kippur. No. No. Her response was, you mean the guy who sings Yom Kippur tunes in the shower? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, he lived directly above me at Einstein. And we used to hear him singing Yom Kippur tunes in the shower all the time. And we were like, who is this guy singing Yom Kippur tunes in the shower? And it was Jason Denikoff. <laughs> Have we talked about this before? Probably not. Have you talked to Nathan about this? Uh, well, I mean, Nathan has subsequently told me that when he when he comes home on the subway on Friday night, 
Um, he doesn't want like interact with crazy people, so he lies down along a full subway like like thing and just sings Kabbalah Shabbos at the top of his lungs, so people stay away from him. So like that's maybe more that's what, maybe that's what everybody in the subway's doing. Okay, that's okay. I didn't realize Everyone's just trying to do this. things to keep other people away from him. Also, also, how surprised are you about this? He literally started singing him Kipper tunes at Avi's bachelor party. No, Nathan. Nathan loves to sing Kipper music. Not that. Listen, we all love Kipper music. There was, was a moment in time when me and Ariel liked Yom Kippur music a lot, and then there was like a five-second period in which Nathan discovered it and overlapped, and he and I would like text about Slichos music, and then all of a sudden, it was five years later, and he is mommish obsessed, so much so that on the ride back to New York after Rosh Hashanah, he says to me, Tani, take my phone and put on some Kumsitz music. And when I said, I'm not sure I'm in the mood, he convinced me of it like he he went not and started start to bottom and convinced me that it was actually a great idea it becomes we got the email for yom kippur for upper west side jews this morning and i read through it all to see if there was any good yom kippur tent to bring to the kumfuffle podcast they have a packing list a packing yeah. list to bring to show you know what's on it mask quote-unquote optional Machser, if you have it. And then third the only one that doesn't get if you want or if you this if you that reading materials like GQ, Tony's a big fan of just reading Goyish magazines. No, I, I read <laughs> New, New Testament Yorker. Weekly at the Yom Kippur services. No, yeah, I only do New York Times and uh, New York Times Magazine and the New Yorker because those are heavy on words and low on uh, low on um, low on pictures. pictures. Inappropriate pictures. Yeah, exactly. And I also skip the food columns in case it has today food. Yeah, plus oh. the fact that well, Ezra, what's more problematic with this air to deep road, drawings or photographs? Because New, York, um, New Yorkers like drawings. Probably drawings more than photographs, but it's hard to know because they didn't have photographs back in the days of, uh, of you know, the Atosha Debra. Ezra, the Torah wasn't written for a time and place. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, I, I would say probably drawings, but uh, I mean, it's about, it's really what they're of, right? Like a Jackson Pollock is not a problem. <laughs> But like you know, if it's uh, if it's if, if you have a statue of, I'm saying like what's the, the drawings in the in the New Yorker? Yeah, no, I, drawings in New Yorker are like listen, Jackson Pollock obviously nothing. You know the drawings in New Yorker, man. A statue of my great grandfather in your actual synagogue. Now that's a Vodazaro. Is there a statue of your great grandfather in somebody's synagogue? Yeah, on 83rd and Central Park West at Temple Road at Shallow, there is a statue of my great grandfather in the synagogue. Who's a great grandfather? He was That's the rabbi of Temple Road of Shalom on the 83rd Central Park West. <laughs> How much did he chase peace? Do you have a picture of this? Well, yeah. every shul that's called Rode Shalom means that they're a breakaway minion. That's like, that's the rule. Well, I mean, yeah, but I think it was a breakaway minion in like the 1830s. Still? That's still a crazy the story. Protestant, I had no idea about that. They're still calling themselves Protestant. Yeah. That's crazy. I may, have deleted, I may have deleted the photo off my phone in one of my various purges to free up more space on my phone. Against your great-grandfather? So, um, so soon after Morton Ellis' birthday? But if I can find it... Oh, no, I have it. Thank you. Oh, we're going visual this week, baby. I will, I will send it to you guys right now. Is that Alan Robinson with the catch? Leave. Two-yard catch, but it's a catch. Okay. Uh, while I was just finding this, let's do LCQs. Um, yeah. LCQ. It, the, the C is much more L for Tani than Ezra. Um, my cousin named her dog after... Middle Eastern landscapes. What's the name of her dog? 
Steppy. Steppy? Yeah. What's Steppy? Ezra, how do you explain Steppy? Steppy? Yeah. Like S-T-E-P-P-E, like the yeah. archaeological term? Yeah. Um, like it's a, it's a soil level, isn't it? It's like a, one of the gradations of soil level? No, I'm like imagining like these hills that like have like little plateaus along, along the side. It, it is an eco-region characterized by grass and plains without trees apart from those near rivers. And no, lakes. you're thinking of... Um, you're thinking of, uh, oh, what's the term you think of? My archaeological... No, Ezra, I'm, I'm on Google. A steppy, steppy is a dry, a large, grassy plain. A large area of flat, unforested grassland in south, southeastern Europe or Siberia. Okay, so it's definitely not Middle Eastern, though. Yeah, but I, aren't you thinking of, like, um, terraces? Isn't that what you're yeah, thinking of? like, sort of, but, like... Yeah, like the but, terrace farming in the Middle East. Yeah. Right, Ezra, you got to guess. Wait, wait. So, can you can you can you repeat the the core elements of the question again? She named her dog what? after something Middle Eastern. Can I just guess for Ezra and say Euphrates? A Middle Eastern landscape. Yeah, like a like a, a type of. Um, um. Is it is it scorched earth? <laughs> no, she named her dog Wadi. Oh, cool. Okay, I like Wadi. Yeah, I don't know. The only the only problem the only problem. Do you know what a Wadi is, Tony? Yeah, yeah, like. You know, all the hikes are wadi this, wadi that. The only the only problem with wadis is that even though they're dry most of the time, occasionally they fill up with water and can't stop themselves from letting it go. And that's I feel like, like that's the whole thing. A... I feel like that's the whole thing with them. Yeah, that seems like a bad trait for a dog. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's good most of the time. All right, time is next on yours, I'm guessing. Yeah, the uh, the beatbox battle that I went to in Poland after a year away because of the stuff. Uh they're back and they announced the location for the Granby box battle 2023. Where is the next Granby box battle going to be held and where Vlesian. will I be going? It's a Vlesian. <laughs> is it Uman? Is it going to Uman? <laughs> oh my God. It was Uman. <laughs> I'd fucking rip my head off. I would uh, have... um, oh, oh no, 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 no. I got it. I got it. It's Pumpadista. <laughs> oh, I really thought you were gonna say soul. Is it Yeshiva Shem Vaver? Is it Sura? Is it is it Kairuan? It's Tokyo. Yo, oh, you're going yeah. to Tokyo? Yeah, when is it? Uh, it is sometime October through December 2023. I might I might get sent to Tokyo for work uh, uh, around Perm time. Oh, hey, look at Perm. You yeah. can you can drink Centauri straight. Well, I was in a couple of years ago. I was in Tokyo for Tisha Bob, and now I'm getting the opposite end. I would get the opposite end of the joy spectrum in Tokyo. Until Mashiach comes. Speaking of new locations, Ezra's got an LCQ. Ah, ah, this is this is a good one. So as as you may know, oh, our, I read a much more exciting LCQ. I, I thought it said New Orleans location. Ah, uh, yeah. I thought it was like and my answer I mean, was already going to be next to Goss Advisors. I was really excited. LCQ, rate the members of this podcast and their ability to read. I'm comfortable being third. Uh, I'm going to go Tani one. I'm going to go um, you can read. LF, LF and me tied for second. You, you can read. I mean, I can read. We can both read, but I don't like Tani read. Like, he's a journalist. He reads. Yo, but, like, you think Tani can, like, read through as boring of stuff that you can read through? <laughs> nope. I mean, he does He does read The New Yorker. 
Got him. Got him. <laughs> Your favorite magazine is The Economist. I don't want to hear it. You don't even you don't even read the good parts of The Economist. You just like straight Economist. My brother, my brother reads every single word in The Economist. He's consistently like three weeks behind. Oh, um, I'm like that with all my magazines. I get that. But but he literally reads like every single word. If you're consistently three weeks behind, that just means you're keeping pace. You just, you just okay. Anyway, anyways, we're moving to Hudson Yards. It's it's uh, a little choppy. My experience being like consistently three three uh, three weeks behind. Like you're not actually consistent. Go on. All right, we're moving we're moving to Hudson Yards. Um, um, our lease is up in uh, in uh, in end of October. So we're moving at end of October. LCQ. When are we moving into our new office? Halloween, what do you mean? Just that end of October. Uh, no, no, it's going to be March 2023. No one knows! It's probably going to be even longer to do the renovations than it took on my apartment. So I'm going to be like forced to will, be work from... I'm will we get to, be... to the pay-off story? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, we might. So I'm basically forcibly work remote starting at the end of October until probably like summer 2023. Are you able to snag some chairs? Um, but oh, I have a beautiful chair. But you you're trying to chair? snag some chairs in the office. Well, no, I'm saying I have a beautiful desk chair. Here or at the office? No, in, in my apartment. Okay, but like, you want to snag some. I Ezra, if you're constantly working from home, we're going to watch a lot of soccer. Oh, we definitely are. We definitely going to watch a lot of soccer. Oh, that's great news for Tani. Yeah. You have a good very TV. Good. Yeah, All right. I have a very good TV. What's this trail? Okay, so this is something I found out like half an hour ago because... Um, I'm going to be taking a day trip to the Shenandoah foliage season. Oh. Speaking right. of Denikoff, that's a Denikoff-ass move. But I'll tell you this: this is what uh, this is. This I don't really think LCQ, but it makes me classy AF. So if like, you factor in the price of gas, it's the same price to rent the Tesla as it is to rent like any car. So I'm going to be going to the Shenandoah in my fancy Tesla. That's fun. Um, anyway, I found out that there is a member of Kumfuffle who shares a name with a Shenandoah Trail. Oh, I got it. I got it. Okay. It's, it's Mark because he's such an old rag. Got him. No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> fading leave hard. <laughs> this is so uncharacteristic. I have no idea what's happening. Um, I'm going to go the Jason Trail. There's a trail called Big Schloss. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's so that's good. All, that's you also have what all the go. girls used to call him at Cornell, too. I don't believe you. <laughs> I want to believe you uh, so bad. Tell me I'm wrong. Don't, don't believe me at your own peril. Stop it, you dick. <laughs> All right. No, that's Who? what they said to him. Except, you know, then he complied because no, okay, no, okay, okay. okay, okay. I'll <laughs> that. As, Ezra, is that your uh, little note on on the game? No, that was mine. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we're playing a little game called Unatana Tokev. Alright, so I just go I, I I went through all the who will this, who will that from Unatana Tokev. And I was filling them out with like fuffle things. Ezra took the liberty of filling them out with cum things, which is uh which is nice. Because I, I lost steam. It's not it's not that kind of game. But who will yeah. live, who will die? Ezra's got to be 4-0. Oh. As uh, Lieb at this point is favored to be 0-4. Oh yeah, so and I already said he's going to lose, so he's going to lose. So he's going to be 0-4. Oh right, he's at a 27% chance for the Kevin Bar. So in terms of who will live, who will die, I think you will live, who will, um, Lieb will die. Who will have a long I... life, 
Wait, wait, can we, can we, can we talk about, can we talk about live and die for a sec? Okay, uh, okay, but they're all of them are kind of live and die. That's the that's the secret of Winatana Toka. <laughs> I know. Spoilies. Not even Don Kipper. This is like the most blunt live and the most blunt die. And I just want to be very clear here that Leap deserves this, what? right? He deserves this. Not literal death, but like his fantasy team. Because, you know, he was coming after me in the comments, in the Slack, <laughs> right? You know, oh, Ezra, you're whining all the time. Oh, Ezra, you're like, listen, listen, man, listen, man. You beat me by like one point in the lowest scoring confocal final history ever. And you're going to complain to me about like, oh, you're whining all the time. Like, listen, if I had lost, if you had lost to me by one point and you were still like, you know, winless in the finals and you were as good as I've been consistently in this league, you know, you, you would also, you would also, you'd also crush a little bit. Uh, is so, uh, Ezra, is Ezra Mark the hottest rivalry in our league right now? It's only rivalry in our league right now. God damn. No, listen, I, I predicted before the season started that Daniel and I were going to end up in the final. Right, and well, it was that, just because that, that, that comes to a later. Did we get a fumble? Did you get a fumble? Tell me they picked it up. Who fumbled? Kickoff return, and they forced a fumble. Ah, oh, fuck the 49ers. They. Pick... Do All I right. get a point for a forced um, fumble? Who will have yeah. a long life? So I wrote that Daniel will have a long life before the Javante Williams injury. Um, I so... still, I still like Daniel's team. I honestly, I was thinking about before I looked at the at the gen and saw that you had this really long with had a toke game. I was Is thinking. Is it so long? <laughs> but, well, no, it doesn't have to be. Um, also, let, let's just do water and fire first, and then we can talk about uh, we can talk about uh, we can talk well, about more Daniel stuff. Who before this time? And I've been harping on this. Um, I've been harping on this all season. I think like Jason's team is just going to take too long to to get right. So even like Why? if his team gets hot at the end, it'll just be. I think he'll be gone by by then. What makes you say? I mean, he's he's about to be probably. I mean, like I know I picked Tani. Like, you watch what you're fucking okay. saying. I mean, I, so Russell Wilson is clearly taking a while to get started. Like this, we had a good week, but who knows? That's just a fluke. Waddle. This is bullshit. Like, with the that Tua thing. Wilson. With the Tua thing, he, like, uh, it's it's gonna be bad. Thielen sucks. Pittman slow start. Obviously, Saquon's been amazing. Khalil Herbert. I guess Montgomery's hurt. Did Montgomery play? No, Donna. Montgomery's out. Okay, so maybe it's Khalil Herbert's time to shine. Kittle, he, like, takes a while to get healthy. One sec, guys. Fucking stupid shit. Did you just pause us so you could turn off your phone and say fucking stupid shit? No, uh, someone was calling me, and that goes to the computer. Ah, uh, okay. So basically you're saying that whoever's listening to this pod is going to get either a, uh, like a, like a brief, like, uh, like cut or they're going to get your ringtone on the pod. Uh, it was really loud. So they're going to get a cut. Okay. Um, Corderell's hurt. I, it's just like, it's got to take so long for his team to get healthy. Yeah. No, no I actually, Corderell is I think, not going to be a factor again this year. It's going to be Tyler Algier. Algier. I, I think that, um, that, uh, Jason has, Jason has a trade in him. Jason, he's trading though. Well, All right. I um, think I think I think he has. He's gonna trade. I think he has either a Camara trade or a um or uh or um Cordero trade. I think he's gonna trade one of those guys. Get who a wants Cordero when he's not gonna play again for the rest of the year? Yeah, who wants Cordero? Um, Why is he not gonna play against the rest of the year? He, he just tears oh, ACL. Oh, he's on IR. Oh, forget about it. He tears ACL. That. Whatever. He's on IR. It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Who, who replaced him? 
Tyler Algier. I'm like, eh. they ran like like 14 times in a row or something on Sunday. I don't know. I I I miss Sunday. I I miss Sunday. So I don't really know what happened. But I yeah. heard they ran like 14 times in a row. Um, who by water? I thought like Daniels flooded in trade offers. No, I I didn't have much there. That's kind of where I lost steam. Jason's well, also getting trade offers. I mean, the obvious the obvious thing is for 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 Gabby to trade a running back to Daniel. The problem I'm, is that like like I would be happy to trade a running back to Daniel. Here's 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 what I was thinking about. If Gabby offers Nick Chubb to Daniel. For Stefan Dick. Who says no? I think Daniel says no. Daniel's been saying no. So But but honestly I think Yeah, it's a huge savior that for me that Daniel said no. But that's the right. thing. I I think that that I think that Stephon, I think that honestly Nick Chubb has more value than Stefan Diggs because get a consistent running back is harder than to find than a consistent wide receiver. Well there's no such thing as a consistent wide receiver. Or consistent running back. There's no such thing as consistency in fantasy. This game sucks. Fantasy. Yeah. Not that Nutana took a fan. Nutana took a game is great. It's funny because before the Javante injury, even though my team is, I feel obviously very strong about my team, but like before the Javante injury, injury, I looked at Daniel's team and I thought he had the strongest team in the league. Just with like Cop Hill and um, Diggs, like that, that wide receiver core is crazy. Right? But now yeah. two is out. I mean, now, now two is out. Now two is out for a bit. Then Javante obviously is out for the season, and that's crushing for him. Um, and like, I think he's gonna have to he's gonna have to either find some waiver wire running backs quick, or he's gonna have to like swing a trade. But I still think his team is really good. It's a good team. Like, honestly, I, I, I still have him poised for a long life. Um, yeah. Who by fire? Um, CD Lamb, scorching hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> we might as well call him the Carbon Pesach because he's a scorching lamb. Oh, oh got him, got him. Um, who by sword? I'm ready to cut DJ Moore. <laughs> Are you gonna do it? No, I'm not gonna do it. He was a beast, Hawkins stud. Here, here's, the, here's the problem. Here's the problem with DJ Moore. Here's my thing with DJ Moore. Baker Mayfield's the problem with DJ Moore. We know. Yeah, DJ Moore. I watched too much of the Cardinals Panthers game because I because there was like five guys in our matchup going in that game. Our matchup was decided by then. Yeah. Well there were still five guys in the matchup going in that game. So I was I watched the five guys. What? That's the five guys. I might have missed let me think. It was um CMC. Hollywood, Connor, Moore. Hollywood, Connor and Tyler and Moore. So five. That's a tackle for a loss. Give me a point. Anyway. I think TFL's only half point. Um the rules are confusing. Anyway the defense um, thing is not working. The um, what was I gonna say? Also, the I don't know if you've noticed this, but with the new rule, um, for DST, the number of significant stat corrections that occur for DSTs every week is is a lot. There's oh, yeah. going to be at least one game that gets swung one way or the other by a stat correction DST. Like when I went to sleep Sunday night, the Eagles D had scored eighteen and a half points. When I woke up Monday morning, the Eagles did score 16 and a half points because there were stat corrections, right? Wow. Now, now, granted, it didn't really matter. That but like, is good there's going to, there, Yeah, like two points is a significant stat correction. Yeah, hopefully, awesome. Oh, that's right, Sean. We get, uh, get championships won by a stat yeah. correction. Yeah, because I think it's just a lot harder to kind of in the moment get all those TFL things and things like that right. So, um, like, what right, what's, your, what's your point on DJ Moore? Stuff. That Baker sucks. Is that your point? Because that's the... Yeah. But he still gets he gets fifty percent of the target. 
Like, Baker's going to throw, like, 25 times a game, and 12 or 13 of those are going to go to DJ Moore. He's still going to get points. He hasn't gotten points, though. <laughs> also, like, I heard that, like, DJ Moore got 11 targets, but, like, four of them didn't go past the line of scrimmage because, like, they got batted down. They just gave the target to DJ Moore, so I don't know. All right. Pocket stud is a beast. Um, yeah. who, who by famine leave because he scored 50 points? That was who by really thirst? Tough. Who by thirst? Mooney. I saw a stat today. Since like 2008 or something, there's been one team that's averaged fewer than 25 pass attempts a game. LCQ, how many pass attempts do the Bears average a game so far? 13. I'm going to say 24. 16. Wow. I win that one. Wow. Um, so DJ, the they still beat, they still beat the Niners. Um, Good. Who by upheaval? Did you do a Dean? I don't remember why that'd be a Dean. Um, who buy a people? I did no. I did. I did. I did put a dean for for a people. Um, and the reason why I put a dean for a people is because uh, the king is falling. Like uh, oh. he, won, he won last year, right? Okay. Then this year, every it's an everything that can go wrong thing for him. All his best players are getting injured, right? And like I don't I think the St. Brown one. Well, Darnell Mooney is out of thirst, and uh, yeah, and I, can and only I don't think St. Brown is. Like, I don't think that's a long-term thing. Well, oh, he's like, out. Well, attributed he's to the out. fact that he went against the statute, his policy and he kept keeper. Kittle just True. nearly scored a touchdown, but he's very clearly out. They're gonna that's turn why I'm over. really hoping that Ryan Tannehill loses his starting job. Why? Because if you go against policy, you're going to get got. Um, Good. Who by plague? That's probably like the easiest thing. I feel like Jason's the most injured. Maybe he's not. I don't know. I haven't really yeah, I mean, he's, he's been this season. He's been the most injured. Yeah. My buddy uh, Ezra, who's, why are you, uh, Ezra, are you like an autoerotic auto asphyxiation? Why are you by strangling? I didn't put that one. I didn't put that one. Oh, oh, it's because. Wait, LF, are you saying that I? Are you saying that you know that I like autoerotic asphyxiation? Listen, I stay at your place. I've seen all the belt hanging. Um, Same. No, it's because you you choke every year. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, Tony, this one's yours. Fuck you, lead. Who by stoning? <laughs> Josh Gordon, of course. <laughs> I saw, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. All right. Who, uh, all right. Now we, get, now we get it to mine. These are all mine from now on. Yeah. All right. So those, those are all the consultable ones. Those were less fun. Um, but can we have, before we get into mine, do we, do we want a consultable update going into the fourth quarter of what's been going on? Um, people know what happens. Yeah. Cardin's up six on me, or five. All right. Okay. There's one really close one. He's up five on me, so I need right six. Now, right now, if Jeff Wilson Jr. can rush for seven more yards or one reception for two yards, Yaka will win. Wow, that was that's actually quite the upheaval, close. Continue the upheaval of King, uh, King Adin. Oh, he's going to get seven. They're, they're up in the whole quarter left to play. He's going to get seven yards. You never know. Um... Yeah, unless Allen Robinson comes out of comes out of hiding. Oh, um, you know what this could be? The, it's currently fourth down for the Rams. If we if we the Rams defense get some sort of like block block field goal touchdown six instead of the good field goal that just went through, that's a, a four four and out, which is a point. That's a fumble. Or a block field goal. Dude, at this, point, at this point, you're relying on a DST touchdown, basically. Yeah. Relying on a DST touchdown is never a good place to be. No, this has not been a very good place to be. It is bullshit. 
that Russell Wilson decides to have his one good game of the of the year against me. But then again, I haven't broken 120 this year, so it's probably my fault. Oh, that's right. You're a handsome great grandfather. Yeah. You want to know my favorite? You want to know my not as handsome as Ezra, of course. You want to know my favorite great grandfather story? You're right out there, right? So my great grandfather <laughs> story was my great grandfather was was six six, big guy, big big guy, and he had a really big really sauce. really deep bass like baritone voice like super deep, and um, he used to teach um, in the like lower school that they had in his shul. And my dad one time went to an event they hosted in memory of my great grandfather at the shul. And um, an older man, this was like, I don't know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, an older man who was like, it's only in his like 60s or 70s, um, came over to my dad and said, and said, your grandfather was the most imposing man that I had ever met and I had ever seen, that until the age of about 15, I thought that he was God. <laughs> you taught this kid in like first grade he's like oh that's god and he just thought that that's who, that's who god is you're explaining it like it's not insane which it is my niece thinks that hashem is the sun so i don't know shouts to amon ross st brown i guess nice yeah. i was looking up a different middle eastern uh a traditional religion or goddess i suppose earlier today i guess lcq which uh um Mesopotamian goddess was I looking up today? Isis. Ezra seems to be in a trance. I'm gonna tell you oh, it was Ishtar. Oh, I, thought, I thought I didn't. I thought that that Aleph, like I didn't hear you respond to Aleph's answer. I didn't. You, it was oh, Ishtar. Uh, oh, I was. Uh, I didn't. I wow. I I missed all of that. That was. That was not my strongest. That was that was not my strongest pod moment ever. No, with the voice crack, that wasn't either. You <laughs> want to do your things? Yeah. Okay. So the the end of the uh, by fire, by water section is is it's a mixture of unitalatoka, and I'm also going to need it because I'm going to go to hell for uh, for all the gossip about the chair. So um so uh we have rest, right? Who uh, who by rest? I guess which one is rest? I think it's like who will get to rest and who oh, cool. will like. Oh, who will get to rest and who will get to wander? Or who will like have to wander? Who will get to rest? Um, so I'm gonna just say I had a, I went for the first time ever to my girlfriend's family in Queens for Shabbos. But for Shabbos. And met the Zeta. And I met that I met the Zaida, and I met the family, and it was very restful. Um, in no small part because her family did absolutely everything they possibly could to try to make the Shabbos as normal as possible and in no way make it seem like they were in any way, like anything special was happening. It was like, it was like a very funny strategy. Like, I'm sure that, like, you know, one day Mizrata Shem Leal comes to visit my family for the first time for Shabbos. Like, my parents are going to, like, you know, they're going to make too big of a deal about it because they don't know what to do. But, like, her family went the opposite direction and they were like, we're just going to do everything as normal as we possibly can and, like, not do anything to indicate that we are in any way phased by the situation. Good. <laughs> and it's very restful. And it's very funny. Good. But, like, I also know that I have to prepare Yal because the first time she comes to, um, to Cat Melford Shabbos, she's going to get cornered by at least three members of the Brown family. No, um, but... My Zadie told me that 114 is a keeper yesterday. Did he? Yeah, probably better than James Conner. 
mean, yeah, James Conner's a bag of dicks. Honestly, there's no good member of the Arizona offense except for Kyler Murray in the fourth quarter. Um, Hollywood Brown's producing. You can Yeah, I would say I would take Hollywood before I took Kyler. Kyler, three out of his four games over twenty points already this season. Lamar does that in a half, and then does nothing in the other half. That's true. Okay, Wander. Um, good Shabbos, good Shabbos, I guess, to Nathan and Mikal. I invited uh, Nathan to come for a meal to Shabbos, and he's in New Rochelle with her family the Shabbos, and then he's in uh, Kent Mill uh, with his family and her coming to visit his family already for uh, for the first day of the bucket. Yeah, we were talking my, about maybe it. Maybe I'll bring my water bottle back. So, uh, Got him. Oh, yeah. That is that um, is that is good that they're both seeing each other's family in quick succession. Very quick succession. And uh, for what it's worth, I'm meeting one one four's grandparents this week. I'm flying to Florida, so we're also listen. Not where, that it's a competition. Um, shouts to Hollywood Brown, Hollywood, Florida. Oh, from. Are you gonna hang out with Yoni and Tally? No. No, I'm also gonna be in like Fort Lauderdale, or I don't, I don't uh, really know. That's not. I'm, really. do, I'm doing like a whole circuit. I don't know where I'm gonna be. It's a lot of yes. Yeah. Also, like, um, I don't hang out with the only Italian You're going to get a Tesla in Florida? That'd be way better in Florida than it is wherever you're going to the Shenandoah. Uh, I don't think we're going to have a car. Sad. Um, and uh, with with all of their wandering, uh, uh, Nathan and Michal are uh, hoping that they can soon reach the level of Avi and Debbie, who have reached Harmony. and uh, are That's just aggressive. Going to Ke- are, just, are just going to Kepnil for both Shabbos and the first days of Prague. Yeah. No wandering I mean, around. I, I, I have, have I mentioned? I don't think I've told either of you that my brother got engaged to someone they've known for a month. Like, like, like Jeff got engaged. Like a week or two ago, yeah. Oh wow! You Chavez to Chavez. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll bury that one in there. That. Yeah. I mean, it's like he's nervous that weird brother, like that someone's coming from that title. <laughs> really. <laughs> We were talking because I was like, ask my brothers, because we were together over Shabbos, my other brothers. I was asking like, when did you know that he is the way he is? And when he was <laughs> in fourth or fifth grade, the way he got his own room, because he used to share a room with one of my other brothers, and the way he got his own room is because he misspelled his name on a test in fifth grade, and my parents were like, oh, he must not be getting enough sleep, like if he's misspelling his own name. <laughs> LCQ, how did he misspell Elif? Um, L-F. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. E-L-I-F. <laughs> that doesn't happen accidentally. He's 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they think it had to do with sleep? I don't know. I was spelling his name as an act of defiance. Because that is not... It's not... If you forgot one of the apps, fine. Mistakes happen. You know? <laughs> Even if you double L's, mistake happens. <laughs> but E-L-I-F, uh-uh. <laughs> That's just saying, E-L-E-F-F, that doesn't make sense. I'm out. <laughs> I'm, I'm well, going I, mean, I mean, my family, we spell, we spell our, we spell Newman, Nun Yod Vav Mem Nun, and it used to be spelled Nun Vav Yod Mem Nun. Yeah, wow. You you really, you're really uh, turning away from the German. Yeah, that's true. The other story my oldest brother told about when he realized my brother is the way he is, is like, so all the kids in his class when he was like, I don't know, like in second or third grade were like playing football at recess. 
So my oldest brother like took him aside and said, like, okay, here's how you throw, here's how you catch, here's how you play sports. And like my brother got good at it. He was able to throw, he was able to catch, he was able to run. And like he was playing with all the kids in school, fitting in perfectly. And then like he just said, Nah, I'm done. <laughs> I just left. And that's when he realized my brother is the way he is. What? He decided he wanted to do something else for recess is the most normal thing I've ever heard. They just done hanging out with like other people. Oh. Until now, after one month of hanging out with another person, he decided that he could spend the rest of his life with that. You, Joey, did you know? Did you know about the month or so when Gavi and I played one on one and Ezra announced it when we were in yeah, third grade? Everyone knows about it. All right, good. People do crazy stuff during recess. It sounds like you're being mean to your brother. No, no, no. I love that, my brother. The first, Yaku the first so story close. is crazy. Yaku only needs four more yards. All right, Ezra. Hey, let's, let's continue. Let's finish this up. Um, so, uh, um, who who will have who will be Harry? Um, that's uh, minion and queen. Every, okay, I was there on, on just on the two blocks, but her block and the block parallel to her. There's I think three or four different housemen on him. They all start at nine fifteen, and I think if anyone finishes like after eleven, really after ten forty five. It's like the minion's done. It's over. Everyone will just go to a different house minion. Zumba you and Kipper. What? Zumba you and Young Kipper. No, but it's it's honestly wild. It's like um, imagine if the Critzes, the Adlers, and the Jacobowitzes all had house minion on him. We're supposed to all, know who these Jacobowitzes are? They're the I'm guessing who, they're the Prius people. They're the people who moved into that Rabbi Halpern's old house. Alright. Um We're supposed I'm just to know where Rabbi Halpern lives? Are you being dumb or like okay, what? Imagine the silver messes. The Adlers, I only said them because they actually have a mini. Imagine the Silver Messes, the Adlers, and the Critters all hosted a mini. Okay? And Adele Berlin. <laughs> Adele Berlin. Right? They all started at exactly the same time, and they all took exactly the same amount of time. And if any one of them took longer than the other one, it would just die because everyone would just go to a different one of the houses. Yeah, Ezra, have you ever heard like... of a thing called capitalism? Markets, supply, demands? That's how it mm. works. They're working at perfect efficiency. But I don't understand. Why can't they just start a school? Were they all dominant at the same time? <laughs> no, you gotta be Rhoda Shalom. All right, tranquility. Tranquility. Minion and Cat Mel. I told, uh, I told, uh, I told, uh, Yael. She asked me what time we were gonna finish Davening Rosh Hashanah. And I told her 1 p.m. She said, what time are you gonna start? I said, 8 a.m. She's like, that's crazy. That's way too long. I was like, no, that's the right amount of time. Finishing five hours is a good amount of time for Rosh Hashanah. You gotta take your time. You gotta enjoy it. Right. There's just a lot of well. stuff to do in less than five hours. What? There's just a lot of stuff to do. I know. In less than but five like, hours. Three hour Rosh Hashanah is no fun. You don't sing anything. Just That's what I'm saying. It it's, it's just too hard. Yeah. Gotta, gotta have tranquility. Except for the 930 minion that came out. I went to the 930 minion the other day. You're 30. What? what? You're 30. You can't be doing that. No, yeah. no, not the youth minion. Not the youth minion. Oh, you don't know about the fellow? They well, started. They started an adult 9.30 minion at KMS. No speech for all of the adults who previously were going to the youth minion and were fed up. They started an adult 9.30 minion. Oh, Baruch Hashem. It, Baruch was, Hashem. It, it was very necessary. Very, very necessary. I have not been to the youth minion in a long time now. Since, since it's been almost a year. There's a kerfuffle no on the field. You're What's no longer bullying Eitan Janice on his Valkora yeah. skills. There's a kerfuffle. He's gotten a lot better. He's gotten a lot better. He laid in Mincha. He laid in Mincha uh, on Shabbos when I was home. And uh, he did a very good job. 
I was very impressed. Good. Listen, leave him listen, alone. Listen, you know, if you if you if you have thick skin and you're willing to learn from your mistakes, you can get a lot better. That's what the moral of the story here. <laughs> so you're saying um, Ethan Janis is the Josh Allen of Bonkore? Uh, yeah, let's go for it. Let's go for it. But um, good on good on Ethan Janis for for sticking to it and uh, and improving. Jesse landed the youth minion for like four years. Whatever this kid's doing, it's better than that. Listen, some people are some people some people are uh, Baker Mayfield. You know, just yeah. uh, somehow get worse. How do I lose points? Anyways, so how much they got yards? Oh yeah, my gosh, this system is okay. ridiculous. Okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 let's let's finish this guy off. Uh, yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah. I need a touchdown, oh. man. Yakov lost points also. He now he now needs quarter. All right. Um, but anyways, I went to the nine thirty minion at uh, at KMS. One hour and fifteen minutes, and after it was over, the guy who will remain nameless was complaining to me that the laner took too long and they should have finished in an hour and five. Oh, ten minutes. That's a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, the leader was so slow, we should have been out of here in an hour and five minutes. He's like, normally we get it done in an hour flat. An hour flat for Shabbos Shoffman! That's very quick. Okay. Yeah, that's Thursday Shoffman. Okay, yeah, literally. Who will suffer? That, oh, more on this later. That was Slichos this morning. Slichos this morning took 50, 52 minutes. You went to Slichos? Yeah, yeah. And it was Sparty Slichos, so that's why it was so long. And my not for pro singing my non for pro singing Javiosi all shots. Okay, suffer, suffer. Uh, a good a good friend, a good friend. I will, will remain nameless. <laughs> um, a good friend um, went on a date recently. A very successful date. Very oh. very 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 nice date. Very excited about the date. Okay. As is Shita. Um, after going on the date, they texted about doing another date. And they received the following text. I had a really nice time last night, but I can't get over the fact that you really remind me of my ex. I'm sorry and good luck with everything. Zippity doodah, zippity day. That's tough. Yeah. That it's is a, tougher. That is how did you get that in how'd you come upon that information? This person it, was very sad about it and told me. Okay. It was shared with the two of us. Yeah, it was shared with Tani also. It was very sad. Well, I was trying to type the person to share it with Tani. Um, but, um, Holy shit, he missed the field goal. Who missed the field goal? The, the Niners. I think I got a but, point but, for that. Yak, Yak still hasn't gotten the... Yak still hasn't gotten his points yet, has he? No, he's still, he's still, he's, Yak still needs five rushing yards. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, that's a four okay, it's, coming down to, it's, it's coming down to the wire. I still need my um, kick sixes. Okay. Impo- impoverished and enriched. Uh, impoverished his doctors and rich his lawyers. Um, I don't understand. I don't understand why people become doctors. After I, Now that I'm currently dating a doctor, I've said this in the past, but now I can say with other conviction, everything about being a lawyer is better than everything about being a doctor. The pay is better. The hours are better. The work is not less interesting. And like... You spend I, way I, less I time understand. with blood? The, th- the thing, the thing that really, the thing that really like knocked, like knocked it home to me was when I was reading the article in the New York Times about this guy from NYU, right? It quoted another chemistry professor at NYU, who, by the way, was a high school classmate of my mother's. I think I, I think I saw this one on Twitter. Yeah, the it quote. quoted it quoted it qu- so it quoted a high school classmate of my mother's, 
um, who is now another chemistry professor at NYU. And he was talking about how during COVID, people had cheated, like like students had very blatantly cheated on his, on his online test. And he caught them and he like punished them for it. And they complained to him. Um, do you want to know how they complained to him? They complained to him by saying, how can you do this to us? These are not grades that would allow us to get into medical school. They won't allow us to get into medical school. Right? And the same is true about law school. But, like, you know what the acceptance rate is at, like, most law schools, like, good law schools in, in the U.S.? No. 25? Yeah. The acceptance rate at good law schools in the U.S., like, really good law schools is around 25%. The acceptance rate at Harvard is 20%. The acceptance rate at, like, a mediocre to bad medical school is, like, 4%. Yeah. I mean, doctors, you know, like... Make the world a better place. Lawyers make the world a yeah. worse place. So there's that. Sure. Yeah, but then there's people like me, right? I have been enriched. I have hired a cleaning person to come and clean my apartment every other week. Are you and like? Are you trying to convince us that that makes you a good person? No, I'm trying to convince you that it makes me rich. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I enriched for doing enriched. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, got me. It's also important me. for the story that like Ezra keeps this apartment meticulously clean on his own. Yeah, it got me great. scared to the point when I stayed there before Avi's wedding. I was like shaving over the toilet because I didn't want to get any hairs. I need to be. I need to be a little better about it. I'm a little too OCD, but it's so great. I literally, I hate making beds. Making beds, like I'm making faces. No, no, I'm making beds. It's very loud the... siren. I don't know if you can hear it. <laughs> I can see that face. I love I love making beds in the morning, but like making the bed like when I wash my sheets and then I have to put it all. I never do it properly. I'm terrible at the duvet, whatever. But now I just wash my sheets before my cleaning person comes in, and then I leave them on the bed, and then she does it for me. What's the thread week? count? On the, what's the thread count on those bad boys? Uh, hi, I would say hi. Ezra has well, better towels than his sheets. The topic yesterday that she wants to get a cleaning person for just the bathrooms, like every month. Like, oh, that seems. Like Excessive. We'll if you're on. getting I already get for the whole apartment yeah it seems like like uh what is it it would be like a hundred bucks just for the bathrooms that seems like a lot i don't think that i don't think that we did a good enough job vetting this defense system you and i were the only ones against it <laughs> uh, honestly it's, work, it's, it's worked out okay for me ever since i picked up eagles d the the rams, i'm happy that i got niners d the rams have given up 17 points yeah that's a really good defensive performance in terms of just points per game. Tony, are you cool. sub-century mark again? Stop yeah. complaining. You're, you're sub-century mark. You're not allowed to complain. They got the, the, negative points. Yeah, here's the thing. The, 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 the new defensive system, I think the new defensive system was designed to kind of capture what defenses do more holistically, but it's not actually what it does. What it actually does is it puts tremendous amounts of emphasis on individual plays over the overall performance, right? So you could. But that's what up, fantasy does. Fantasy doesn't give you sure. points for like But like, blocks. you could give up twenty-seven points if you have a bunch of tackles for loss, right? And then the the team got their twenty-seven points by a bunch of long drives mixed with a bunch of three and outs, right? You get a bunch of sacks, right? You get a you get a couple turnovers, right? Even if you give up a lot of yards and a lot of points, you're going to do really well. Whereas if you have a really solid defensive performance where you only give up like seventeen points. But you don't get any turnovers and you don't get any sacks, and they get one first down on every drive, right? It's good. You're going to be terrible. It's going to be terrible. This is just not right. Yeah. 17 points, and they've got negative one and a half points. Yeah. Okay. Well, even if it was the old system, you wouldn't have won. So, like, 
whatever. All right. Oh, last... looks like Niners are about to get pick six. The last, the last two go Niners. The Joey, last two, it's the only last two uh, five more. Yeah, game's not over yet. Did they get the pick six? Yeah, they scored. They're doing a dance. Nice. Game's not over yet, Ezra. All right, last two items. Last two items. One, degraded. Okay, degraded. I'm shouting at by herself here. And Judah by proxy. And Judah by proxy. I had a whole thing about Judah also. First thing, first thing, Rabbi Herzfeld, as we know, left his shul to go start a yeshiva. I didn't know that. Right? In, in here? No, in D.C., yeah. So he, Rabbi, uh, Herzfeld, Rabbi, DC, Herzfeld, Rabbi Herzfeld a year and a half ago. Yes, you are in D.C. Rabbi Herzfeld about a year and a half ago. For you, yes. For me and Tani, no. Rabbi Herzfeld about a year and a half ago left, uh, left uh, oh, wait, maybe a little bit over a year ago, left Ohave. Um, so that he left them rudderless and leaderless. Um, so that he could uh, start his own co-ed yeshiva, um, yeah. and 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 got shut down by the city because apparently he got permits for like converting a living room of an existing housing structure into uh, yeshiva, and he decided that he was just going to knock it down and build like a larger building there. And then the neighbors reported him, and the city was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. you can't do this!" So they had to stop work on the project. This is like that's, old news, but I just learned this. Like, it happened a while tough. ago, that's but I just like, learned uh, it. That's like, you know that enormous house on Stonington? Like, the Cohen house yeah. that's now the, yeah. the guy who sponsors the floor in yeah. Berman? Yeah. Um, so, their house, they like it was this tiny house on a big lot before. And then mm-hmm. they, made that in, they made that entire house into the garage and built their old house, like, their new house, like, behind it. Yeah, and it was because like their house is technically an extension. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they wow. made the entire old house a garage. Yeah. Speaking of Hertzfeld and Judah, Judah told me that he dabbins Rosh Hashanah and at the Orlovskis in the Orlovskis show. Yeah. Okay, um, so uh, well, that's tight. Yeah, exactly. The Orlovskis, okay, um, they daven in their indoor gym, okay, and on the wall. That they daven towards on the Mizrah. Oh, they like the championship banners of like the Bulls. No, they have a huge full wall mural of Michael Jordan's The Shot over Byron Russell. (laughs) If that is not a Vodazara, I do not know what is. (laughs) I'm always walking past that that wall because they always have the lights on on that like Goldschlag trail when you walk when you cut through it. And like I'm always seeing like some random like Chicago Bulls '90s championship banners hanging out like through their windows, like. It's so random. Who are these people? Yeah. Anyway, um, but that's not my last Hertzfeld thing. Hertzfeld is more more degraded than that. Okay. Oh dear. <laughs> I want to tell you, I I I've been learning some things about the Hertzfeld Hashkacha. Now I I used to trust Hertzfeld Hashkacha. Hertzfeld I thought was a normal guy. You know I could I could I thought I could trust him. You okay? told my dad about this, right? I, I've eaten I've eaten no I didn't tell you that about this. I've eaten at Hertzfeld before. I've eaten at basically all the Hertzfeld restaurants before. Someone who will remain unnamed in D.C. sent me the following text about, uh, about, uh, about Hertzfeld stuff. Okay? I rely on Hertzfeld, but I've recently found out some super sketchy stuff. Rabbi Schaffner from Kesher is trying to get Shuk, the restaurant, the Hertzfeld the falafel place, there's two of them in D.C., to let him certify their new location in Georgetown, which is under Hertzfeld. And the owner said to him, you can certify it but I don't want you telling me what products I can and can't have. There's a supply chain shortage, and not everything in my store is going to be perfectly kosher. 
Yeah, it's not, it's not <laughs> ringing well for a Hashikaka. Yeah, so what exactly is Hurtsville doing? <laughs> I have better information. Yeah. Somebody, I don't even remember who. Oh, maybe it was my dad who actually, okay, yeah. My dad wanted to go to one of the, the Hertzfeld, uh, like, Heshered restaurants. And they don't have, they don't have a two-dash-hashkacha in the, any, anywhere to be seen. He asked the person behind the counter, and she was like, I don't know, I've never seen such a thing. He was like, can I see your manager? She was like, manager's not here. So he calls the number on the Kesher website that has the line for the hashkacha. But it's not a Kesher hashkacha, it's a Hirschfeld hashkacha. Yeah. And, and so the phone number on the website goes to his private cell phone. And my dad's like, hey, uh, this place, this, yeah, he's like, this place doesn't um, have a Tudah Hashkacha. Like, what's the deal? And he was like, oh, does it say on our website that uh, they have a Hashkacha? And my dad's like, yeah. And I'm like, kind of hungry. Like, what's the deal? And he's like, oh, no, I haven't checked. I haven't checked over there in a long time. <laughs> damn, <laughs> damn. I, honestly, I'm beginning to think Hertzfeld is a scam. I think he, as a guy, is just a scam. Like, 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 I don't, like, like, no offense to Judah, but, like, I've, I've always given him the benefit of the doubt because of his relationship with Judah, because he's Judah's uncle, but everything about him just seems like a scam. Yeah, he does seem a bit like a snake oil salesman. It's, it's very, it's very odd. It's very odd. The more I learn about him, the, the, the more odd. Finally, like you gotta do, like, a full, like, investigation. Ah, ah, listen. I don't know about you, but Air of Young Kipper, I am being Indomitian Sue for Sue. affiliate of the league's uncles. Yeah, listen, I would say this. I always <laughs> am very much the first guy to try and trust a sketchy, a sketchy Hashkafa, but I am now seriously, seriously reconsidering if I can eat at any first places anymore. Um, Statements. It's, 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 it's bananas. All right, Statements. on my final note, I have to leave with Exalted. Um, Coach as many of you know, as many of you know, the blind man in the bleachers. As many of you know, last year I lost to Alas. Um, and um, if there's one thing I'm known for besides not winning championships in this league, it's being very, very, very delayed in fulfilling my side bets. Um, though, granted, I think I'm still owed like a two-page paper from Alas. Um, yeah. But um, I, uh, I don't, I don't have a play, but I have a soliloquy from a play. I took the soliloquy, the to-be-or-not-to-be to be soliloquy. Well, you know, if you say a soliloquy, we know which one. Yeah. I took to-be-or-not-to-be, to be, and I reworked it to be commemorative in honor of Ellis' victory over me last year, in honor of the one-year anniversary of our matchup. Um, and um, I actually, some of the stuff actually stuck in really well, so there's some part of this that's actually um, just literally verbatim, the to-be-or-not-to-be, because to be, I thought it actually shouts, worked it. Shouts to the bard. Yeah. So here we go. In commemoration of Alex Victory over me last year. <laughs> to be or not to be, that is the question. To be awash amongst the changing flora and fauna, or not to be a slave to tortures of twisted fortune. Fate decided by the hands of others to lose, to worry, to conduct a play, or to win, elate, and then to wait. The heartache and the thousand natural shocks of each day gone without consummation. On that fall day out amongst the leaves, a victory earned 
celebratory, celebratory dessert sherbet. But the anguish would soon arise as the cold winds blew and turned to dust. Alas, the soliloquy never came. The loser hid behind his King Pepe. For who would bear the whips and scorns of time? Thou oppressors wrong the proud man's continuity, the pangs of dispirited love as the law's delay, the insolence of office and the spurns that patient merit of the unworthy takes, when he himself might his quiet make with a bare bobkin. But at last, in a cruelest twist of fate, the victor now receives his play. A soliloquy was made to pay, but he doth receive it as a loser. For his victory weekend with Michelle, recompense received from one with Yael. That was a soliloquy to you. Beautiful. Well, that was Thanks. a weird place for it to end, but... <laughs> Shouts to those Niners defense giving me a respectable number of points this week, even though I lost. Yeah, yeah. Shouts to the Niners. It's Wait, I, I scored any week this year. I think I had a pretty good week. It's just, uh, I need that... Lamar Andrews stack to work out. That's clearly what the Yo, uh, Can yeah, we talk about various. how can we talk about how Yak still needs five more rushing yards from Jeff Wilson Jr. to win? Yeah, I've been keeping an eye. They don't even have the ball. And they're gonna they're gonna like be able to kneel it out. I guess they'll have to run for one first down. I could try checking real quick. Um, I mean, I'm, 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 I need to. I, I want to go look at the game. Yeah, we need to go. I got peace so bad. 